Hey, Bresties. <laughs> hey, Bresties. Welcome oh, back. Welcome breasties. back. Wait, so our breast, our breasty listeners are called Bresties also. So, like, we're Bresties. They're also our Bresties, and our podcast is called Bresties. Do we? Yeah. Do we like that? I think it's okay. Cause, like, what? Like, what else would they be? Yeah. Like, there's nothing. We're all breasties. All breasties. <laughs> this actually segues well into my first thing that I want to bring up. Breast. If that is okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, keep going. The breast part. But the part... I don't know if you can hear the, the dog. I, we, I can hear the dog. Should we, do, should we wait for the dog? I think they're done. Okay. <laughs> He's done. Oh. He has something else to say. Yeah, something else to say. Every morning, I leave my apartment, and this dog is barking. Wait, is this the dog that lives with that lady down the hall? No. That is Jenny, and she's very sweet and never barks. Mm. This motherfucker has lots to say. Oh, my God. I really want us to have, like, I feel like our facial reactions just capture so much more. Like, it adds a fourth dimension to this podcast. So, like, yeah. you know, when we expand, we'll have a YouTube series of we'll our podcast. We'll have a YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Actually, my first two things are both about podcasts. So, the first one is the the Chosen Family podcast, which I've talked about, which I've mentioned to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Ashley Gavin, who is this queer comedian elena joy who's a youtuber and mac and jimmy who is also a youtuber but she's a lot more popular on tiktok mm-hmm. um which actually is a platform that she wants to get off of because it's training and blah 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 they talk about it on their latest episode mm-hmm. but they call they call themselves the chosen family and their listeners are like part of their family so that's how they address their listeners i think Mm -hmm. and they also call them listeners but my first thing is i was listening to their latest episode last week and mac was actually talking about her tiktok platform and how it's like kind of toxic and she she wants to get off of it but there's she has a bunch of projects that she just can't seem to get off the ground like she's written like six scripts for things but just like can't get them going Mm -hmm. and Ashley is like Mac like I have a book for you like I'm gonna send you a book right now what's your address like I'm sending you this book Mm -hmm. and and I'm sat there like when Mac was talking about not being able to get creative things off the ground I was like on the edge of my seat because I was like I relate to that so hard like I can't get creative things off I can't even I don't even have six scripts I have like half a word yeah. In my, and so I'm like, oh my god, Ashley's gonna give us a book, mm-hmm. and she doesn't say the title of the book. Mm-hmm. She doesn't say the title of the book, and I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it, and she's like, Mac, you need to read this book. Like this book changed my life. Like, <laughs> and she's not saying the title. And then Elena responds to Mac and is like talking about how she re- she relates to Max's problem and as she goes Elena I'm gonna send you the book too 
No, but we just don't know. Doesn't say for the book. And then, and then she even calls it out. She's like, I'm not even going to say the name because, like, I'm, I don't want to. She said something about, like, I don't want to get shit for it or something. But. What book is it? I don't know. Like, I, I, mean, <laughs> it, it, I had a moment of realization that, like, as a content creator, if you keep your audience if you are keeping something from your audience, mm. it immediately alienates them. Like I mm. immediately felt on the outside. Mm. I immediately felt not included. Like I didn't feel like they were speaking to me anymore. Like I just felt like they were talking to each other and it happened to be recorded. And I felt mm. like by doing that, she had elevated herself in the podcast, like above the rest of us. Mm interesting insights listeners listeners we would never do that to you and if we do call us out (laughs) we're talking to you and with you (laughs) but yeah it was just it was interesting because i just it was like a gut feeling it wasn't like yeah 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 that's kind that kind of reminds me of like when you're in a social setting with multiple people and like no one's saying anything mean to you. No one's, like, telling you to leave or, like, telling you you don't belong here. But you just, like, sometimes you just feel that you're left out. And it's so hard to pinpoint why. But I think it's part of the, like, if those people aren't addressing you as a person in the space, or if they're not, like, including you in the whole space, then you just automatically feel like an outsider. hmm Yeah. 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 Interesting. Interesting. Honestly, this kind of reminds me of recruitment when, like, someone with, like, a new sister would join a conversation and immediately you would stop what you're doing and you'd be like, hey, we're talking about whatever. Like, that's, like, the segue that's needed to make that person feel included. It's just, like, the acknowledgement. Yes. Yeah. And not even during recruitment, like, in everyday conversation when someone new joins the group mm-hmm. or like when I join a new group, I'm always so appreciative and relieved when someone is like, Hey, you like acknowledges my presence. Like, Hey, Yoon. Yeah. So it was just talking about X, Y, and Z. And then they pick right back up with what they were talking about. And I feel like a part of the circle. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just like, you're just like, you're kind of like leaning in, but one foot is out. And you're like, yeah. Or yeah. Also, yeah. it's like it's definitely the response. Like the easiest way to enter is if someone who's already in the conversation that knows the context to to be like one sentence summary. Here's where we're at. Welcome. Versus you trying to like guess the context and then like saying some kind of statement to get you in the conversation. Like that always feels awkward. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I'm super conscious when if I'm talking with someone and someone comes in. Like, I immediately want to be like, hey, yeah, we're talking about this. And yesterday I was having a conversation with someone who was just, like, going off about, he was going off about capitalism. And someone came into our conversation and he, like, did not stop. Like, he just kept going. And I was like, like, which one do I do first? Like, do I listen to him first or do I, like, address this person? And it, like, almost, like, gave me anxiety because I wasn't 
addressing this person and I felt like he was left out. So interesting stuff. Actually, I also read on Twitter that Taylor Swift does this with her fans. Like instead of saying you all, she just says you. So it makes you feel like that you, sh the you, she's talking to you specifically. Like she'll never say like you guys or like you all. She'll be like, thank you so much for coming out tonight. And apparently that has like a psychological effect on the fans. I don't know. Interesting. Do you think she does that on purpose? Like, do you think she's like someone on her team was like, by the way, you should say you instead of you guys. Or do you think that's just like a natural part of her personality? I don't know. You know? Yeah. Cause I'm smart enough to employ so many strategies psychological tactics i'd be like yeah. hey y'all hey yeah all. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, i say yeah. dumb shit all the time same but i feel like we're both good at reading social cues which that's like that's powerful yeah i i, I do i do acknowledge if if not in the moment then definitely I would say 70% of the time afterwards, I'll be like, oh, mm. Mm, that was that. And I didn't handle that well. Or like, hmm, that was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah. I was listening to this podcast today that the guy was like, the second you realize that literally nobody cares or they don't care as much as you think they do that's like a pivotal moment in life like when you really recognize and accept that yeah yeah and he was like he tells his clients to go like just do a little trial experiment and go to the supermarket in their pajamas one day and recognize how little people care mm. it's like if you can like that's yeah maybe in the u.s but in europe don't they like dress up to go to the supermarket do they i don't think so when I was in German class mm -hmm. in high school, my teacher would always say, uh, maybe this is like a reconstructed memory, but... Those are so weird, also. I feel, yeah. <laughs> I feel like people somewhere, France maybe? Somewhere, like, dress up to go to the supermarket. Or like, mm -hmm. wear nice clothes or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But that was my... Okay, that was my first thing mm -hmm. about podcasts. My second podcast thing is... Wait, I was also going to add, really quickly before you oh, change, yeah. if you go to Twitter, or on Twitter, on Reddit, you might be able to find the book, because like, people might be talking about it. Ooh, okay. And you might yeah. get a reply. Like Someone may have been able to like get that information, if you really want to know the book. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll... I was, <laughs> I was actually kind of mad. I was like... I, I just, yeah, I was feeling so alienated that I was almost kind of mad. And I debated joining the Chosen Family podcast Patreon, like becoming a patron and like paying a fee just so I could join the private Discord and post a feedback note that's like, <laughs> that's like just so you know, like your fans, I, like I would love to know the title of the book like i also <laughs> resonate with this kind of like in a nice way i would have said it but mm -hmm. it would have come from a place of pettiness 
becomes a patron just to give feedback. Yeah, I mean, I would be giving them money too, you know, supporting and asking. Making them be better. Yeah. Mm Anyways. What were you going to say? Second podcast related thing is, there's kind of like, there's some context. Do you know who Cody Ko is? Mm -hmm. His now wife, um, Kelsey Kreppel, do you know who she is? Okay. Well, they're married. She used to be a preschool teacher. They met, um, like, I think they've been dating for five years or something like that. Quite a while. She is also a YouTuber now, I think. And she's really cool. She's, like, she has a really cool fashion sense. Um, She's really pretty, but, like, also kind of unique looking and she just like everyone everyone loves her and she's just like cool Mm -hmm. and all but also relatable Mm -hmm. but also seems really cool Mm -hmm. um and like has cool friends and like is an la girl but also seems humble and down to earth like just like too perfect you know Mm -hmm. too perfect in like an imperfect way like she you wouldn't say she's she's not like beach blonde that type of stereotype perfect yeah she's like cool girl cool girl perfect yeah perfect kind of i get you and she started a podcast and i have been avoiding listening to it and i think the other day i realized why Mm -hmm. and i and i tend to do this with a lot of different things like i've I've avoided listening to the taylor swift album like i avoid Mm. watching certain movies because i'm jealous Mm. that's interesting yeah i'm like jealous because they are doing something maybe unique or original or they're very talented at something and in this case i'm like kelsey's so cool and of course she has a podcast of course it's like it's, it's probably so relatable and p- so many people probably love her and admire her and she mm. probably gets such she has such cool conversations with cool people and these cool people want to be friends with her and it's all captured on this podcast and like yeah it's such a creative thing and she's also a youtuber like she's like probably making money off of this and i it's just like it's like it's almost like too much for me to handle yeah but I'm trying to get out of that mindset. Yeah. That's an interesting realization. Yeah. 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 But I think what's been helpful is I, is I think maybe I like, I don't know. I think this mindset might be helpful for me to get out of it, which is just trying to see them as peers and not, uh, like not unachievable, um, people like not like a they're not like put on a pedestal yeah 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 like they go through struggles and challenges and problems and have weaknesses and have failed just the same yeah yeah and like focusing on our similarities versus our differences like instead of being like oh my god she's 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 an la cool girl who's married to some la cool guy who and she has such a sick fashion sense being like she's a 20 something year old 
who enjoys YouTube as a creative medium mm-hmm. and wanted to start something and has started something and like likes having conversations and those are things that are similar. So yeah. if she can do it, something like that, then it's possible for something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That reminds me of like, I don't know, like when you have to, when you talk to professors one-on-one sometimes, like when you're in, or when I'm in class, I'll be like, dang, like professor, like that's really someone many levels above me. And then sometimes I'll have like a one-on-one conversation with them and I'm like, you're literally just a person. Just, you have this particular role in life, but, and I also felt similarly with, um, I don't know if I should name drop, but I'll abstract it a bit. Panhole president many years ago, kind of like iconic face of Panhole slash MIT in many ways. Panhole president. Yeah. Also in F. Name started with an A? Yeah. Yeah. So she was another person who I was like, she is a legend. Like, she's a legend can't believe we're in the same sorority like what a queen and then I think when she was like graduating or something I had one conversation with her walking back from W97 and I like we talked about super mundane things and there was like no wow factor at all to like the entire conversation and I was like she's like she's literally just a normal person yeah so that was also a nice a nice moment but yeah it's I think it's healthy to, like, see people just as people. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure people maybe look at us in that way. And then maybe when they meet us, they're like, you silly as hell. Like, you're just a little human. Just like all of us. Wait, that's what I thought of you, too. I thought you were cool. Yeah, I thought you were, like, I thought you were, like, cool girl. I mean, you are a cool girl, but, like, <laughs> you, you gave off scary cool girl at the beginning. And then after we became inner social chairs, I think it was after that. Yeah. And then after yeah. we, like, broke the ice and everything, I was like, we're, we're one and the same. Just a human being. And also, I feel like I don't want people to think I'm so cool because I'm going to disappoint them. Like, if someone thinks I'm the coolest person on earth, like, I'm not. Objectively, I'm not. Like, (laughs) if you don't think I have a single flaw, then you're just going to be disappointed. But I kind of like people underestimating me a little bit when they first meet me. Mm -hmm. Or thinking that I'm so uncool or thinking that I'm uncool or, like, boring or something. And then I say one, one maybe interesting thing and, like watching them get taken aback a little bit like Mm -hmm. I kind of like that feeling (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah same I like being kind of under the radar at the beginning yeah and then just like dropping a little wild card there and they're like you were this the whole time and then like they start like acknowledging you differently which is interesting it's that's always like a nice card to play I think yeah yeah there's, like, this can be a whole conversation, but, like, social cards to play. Like, what are the strongest social cards to play in your back pocket? Because, like, I feel like everyone has different ones, but... 
oh, this is a fun conversation. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know the answer for me, but I'm thinking. I think a powerful social card, and this obviously is very contingent. It's contingent on privilege, but in a way, it's not. I think it's contingent on a certain level of financial ability, but, like, being... Uh, not necessarily generous with money, but like if a check comes to the table and you're the first person to be, you're not the first person, but you're immediately like, I'll front it. Mm. And people Venmo me. Um, not, I don't mean that as a social card in like a status way, like, oh, I have a credit card, I'm gonna front it. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't, okay, it, it, the more I think about it, the, the more nuanced and tricky this top, this particular topic is, mm-hmm. because there are people who are in financial situations where, like, that's impossible for them to yeah, do, and, yeah. but I, I'm saying in general, especially someone who's, for whom money is not a trivial thing, mm-hmm. being able to be like generous with it mm. or like honest with it like oh you pay for my uber i'm gonna i'm gonna pay i'm gonna at least offer to pay you back yeah yeah kind of thing yeah like being like financially socially aware yeah yeah or like if some maybe I'm just like super money conscious, but the other day I like fronted someone at Whole Foods because they only had cash with them and they didn't have they were like seven dollars short or something, and I fronted what they got. I pay for the groceries or like whatever we were getting food I think, and they gave me their twenty dollar bill. And I was like thanks, and then I'm 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 just gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they forgot to give me the seven dollars. Hmm. Um, when we got back to, cause they were like, I have more money. It's just like not here. It's like where our stuff was in the, where we were. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, no problem. Um, I'm not necessarily like docking points for that, but I'm saying like, I would take notice if someone in that scenario got back and immediate, like made a point to give me back the $7. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Sorry, that, that, that was such a long... No, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like I also... It's so weird. I feel like I am... I want things to be fair financially. Yeah. And sometimes, like, it really gets to me, and I'm like, oh, I just need to, like, let it go. It's just a couple dollars. Like, one example is I asked this girl to Venmo me 25,000 pesos, which is around 30 US dollars for this rafting trip. And I told her twice, I was like, $25,000 pesos, like pesos, this is, you have to do the conversion. And she vetted me $25 US dollars. And in my head, I was like, oh, like, should I just like tell her? Like, should I ask for $5 more? Should I just like suck it up? I, it was like this dilemma for 30 minutes. And I, at the end, I was like, whatever, like, I just need to let it go. It's $5. But I could not get over it for a while. I was like, I just want this to be fair. But then the people yeah. losing side was like, no, just like don't make, don't be confrontational. So I ended up not. But yeah, yeah. 
fairness is also something that I struggle with hardcore. I really relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at the table, like, if it's a big group of people and, like, half the people get drinks and half the people don't, and then we end up splitting tax and tip evenly, like, that's not... Not fair. That's not fair. That's not fair. Yeah. And the other part of me is, like, all of this stressing that I'm doing over these few dollars here and there, like, I will make up in my hourly wage, but I just, like, can't get over the fact at the beginning of, like, letting it go. Yeah. It's, like, the it's like the principle of it, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like being taken advantage of. Or, mm-hmm. or like, I don't like possibility that I may be taking getting you know I, I don't know how to actually say it but you know what I mean yeah 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 hmm. Hmm. tricky tricky what's well, another good social card what was um, the what was the one that sparked this card oh including someone in the conversation no, I think it was after that. But also, that's a good social card. Um, oh, being, like, getting oh, perceived oh. as cool and then... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, being under the radar and then dropping a wild card. And, like, people yeah. realizing retroactively that you're cool. I think, yeah. the, like, if people realize, as more time passes, the more delayed your coolness discovery is the cooler you are like yeah if people discover you're cool when they meet you okay you're not that cool but if people discover you're cool like a like i don't know 10 days after they meet you or like six months after they meet you like you're really cool (laughs) yeah or also if like you just slowly get cooler and cooler yeah like, you drop a little cool <laughs> thing, and they're like, oh, I didn't know that about you. And then, like, a couple months later, you have another cool thing, yeah. and you're like, oh, my God, wow. And then all of a sudden, they're, like, looking at you differently. Like, yeah. Who? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best. I feel like it's always really strong to have wild cards. Like, wild cards don't have to be, like, crazy accomplishments or anything, but they're things that are unexpected of you or unpredictable of you. Mm. So if you say, like, I majored in computer science, but I minored in theater arts at a technical university, people are like, what? Like, that's didn't expect that. Or if you're like, I, I don't know, I'm like a, whatever. I own 12 hamsters. Like, it can be anything. Just something super unpredictable. I feel like it just makes you cooler in a cool yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Or like this is like wild. It's like it's like a board game or like Yu-Gi-Oh or some shit. Yeah. What are your the more wild cards you have, the more valuable you are. Uh, What other wild cards? I think. Well, I mean, general stuff. Like, if you're a great listener, if you ask great questions, if you. I mean, another kind of subtle card to play is like letting the other person speak. And take up space a lot at the mm. beginning because it makes you more likable to them. And this is like at the beginning when you first meet people. Mm. 
Social what? Social cards. This is like, I guess this is less like being a good person and more. We're talking more like, like dropping the cool, being becoming progressively cooler is like. It doesn't mean you're less good or better person. It's just a social elevation tactic、mm-hmm. that could be inadvertent. But just like, yeah, it's like a social law. It's like a law of something in a social setting that is just weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. It's also kind of like I kind of used a similar premise when I was working at Skillab as a like as an employee. I would adapt. Really seamlessly into their team structure and like expectations and responsibilities and culture and fit and everything, I would like so seamlessly adapt. And because I was there for such a short amount of time, I would just like morph myself into whatever shape they needed me to be to fill whatever gap they needed to be filled. And then when I left, it was like this like big release of like. Over six months, I was so slowly just like easing my way into the company, like not trying to like make a big fuss or anything. And the second that I left, it was like, whoa! Like, she was actually like holding a lot of things in place that we didn't realize until like that was gone. So it's almost like an inverse of the cool factor thing, where like you so seamlessly just like exist, and then the second like someone finds something cool about you, it's like. Well, like you rec, you like really recognize their value or like their interest factor or whatever it is. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. That I was t- I was talking to my dad, I think yesterday or the day before about like my job and how I'm scared that um I like rely too much on external validation or like I was like I. This relates to the conversation we were having too about like my job and how I don't like it.、Mm-hmm. Okay, it's actually funny because the day after we had that conversation, I went into the office with a kind of like, okay, I don't care anymore attitude, and I kind of crushed it that day. <laughs> 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 so maybe you just need to stop caring so much. Yeah. Dad about it, and I was like, I just feel like when people give me external validation at work, I don't believe them. And he was like, he had an interesting take on it because everyone else I've talked to, like all my friends, including you, everyone has been like, yeah, like you just need, like you should just believe them because you should trust that you're doing a good job and whatever. And he was also kind of saying that, it, as in like trust yourself, like you actually know whether you're doing a good job or not, like、right. you have. That gut feeling, but he was like, "Yeah, don't believe them. Don't believe what they tell you. Like, believe the raises, believe the money, believe the concrete things." Like,、mm-hmm. I look、like, okay. That's fair.、Um, shit, I forgot my original point. Oh, I was like, I was like, but I kind of, I don't want my hard work to be lost. Like, I want to be given credit for what I do.、Mm-hmm. 
So it's not enough for me to know that my work is good. Like I want other people to know that I am putting in work and doing good work. Yeah. And he was like, he said something about getting credit. And he was like, everything you do, all the work you put in, that will come back around for you. Whether it's in a week, whether it's at this job, whether it's 10 years from now, like the work you put in and the effort you put in and the good things that you do to like gain skills or make something better, that will come around for you. So like, don't worry about, don't worry too much about trying to make sure you get credit for every little thing. Mm. Like make sure your boss knows what you're doing if they're not if they don't seem in the loop, make sure they know what you're doing, but like, Mm -hmm. don't credit. Like you will get, you will get credit for the things that you do. They just might not be immediate. Mm. Kind of like a karma thing. Like what you put out there will come back to you at some point. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of sounding like what you were just saying of like, you weren't necessarily looking for the credit, but you made an impact in a way that, when you left, people mm-hmm. were like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm thinking about what your dad was saying. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Like, I think, I don't, I'm not religious or anything, but... I think the world has its way of balancing itself out in a way. Like, I think that there's a... I I do, like, believe in the idea of, like, things kind of cycle back. So if you put good out there, good will come back. If you put bad out there, like, bad will come back. And I think intuitively that kind of makes sense, too. Like, if you're constantly, like, presenting bad energy or, like, bad like negative perspectives like that is you will receive the same because that's what you're putting out there Mm. yeah but i like what he said about the work like in the grand scheme of things like that validation will be there yeah yeah or if anything like me putting an effort to make something better is just me at the very least, it's me improving that skill for myself, which in the future, I will be able to do other things better, mm-hmm. which may help, like, may help me do game, like, bigger wins than just someone patting me on the back and be like, good job. Yeah, yeah. Like, there are additional motivating factors beyond just the someone telling you you're doing a good job yeah yeah Yeah. on work related things i was this is unrelated to social cards but i had a call this morning for two and a half hours with our so i i'm doing like around two hours of consulting per day for scale lab and i had a two and a half hour call this morning to we're like revamping their whole performance management framework and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I I can't tell if it's cause like it's a startup or because this, the dude that I'm working with just like doesn't have the bandwidth to really think about it. But we had this conversation to like 
literally recreate like how salaries are calculated, how feedback reports are done, how, like what the career pro, like pro, uh, trajectory is and everything. And I was just like me having not even having had a full-time job ever. Like I've never experienced having a salary. Okay. Or like having a promotion or anything. I was just like putting ideas on the table. Cause I'm like, this is ground zero. Like I'm just a sounding board here, like putting things back out. And he ended up taking a lot of the ideas that I put out and I, we're going to like test it and get feedback on it. But during that call, I was like, either these ideas are really good or like they are desperate for ideas. Like I cannot tell, but it kind of felt good to be like, I'm just going to put things out there. And a lot of them are like getting pulled in and like getting put down on paper. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I found, not to say your ideas aren't good, but just saying that, like, you, you're you not you're not necessarily speaking from experience. So, you know, they're just... I'm not saying your ideas are not good, but mm-hmm. my point is that I feel like you are really good at speaking about things, especially in a work setting, with confidence. Mm. So... Tactic, yeah. That's a social card. <laughs> it's scary well it scares me though because sometimes I like I'll say things with confidence or I want to say things with more confidence than I do but then I'm like okay but what if that comes back to bite me in the ass and like it's actually it's not (laughs) (laughs) it does not work yeah yeah but I think it's super also it's super valid you're just putting ideas out there like whether they take it or not yeah and they're testing it too so like you know yeah like confidence is a huge it's a huge piece like th- that was actually the podcast i was listening to today he like this dude is some kind of therapy consultant for like many many people and he says the one common problem that people have consistently and it, across so many aspects of life is confidence like he was like easily number one thing like across every single area like that is the one problem that people struggle with that has a huge impact on life, on their life. And he's like, if you can solve that, and that's where he talked about like the supermarket pajama thing. He was like, if you can solve that, like your life will improve tenfold in so many areas. Like that's, he thinks that that's like the one thing holding people back. Like having more confidence. Yeah, just having more confidence in yourself, saying things with more conviction, stop caring about what other people think. Yeah. Trusting yourself. Yeah. I would agree with that for myself personally. But I'm I'm just I think I'm just super hyper wary. Super hyper wary. Um, <laughs> can you tell I'm super hyper wary? <laughs> um, swinging too far into confident land. Confident land. Like I don't I don't want to be an asshole. I don't even want to be a fraction of an asshole. Like, and there have been asshole moments in my life and I look back on them and I cringe all the time. And so, yeah, I think I'm on a journey. I think I'm on a journey to uh, figure out how to affirm myself without inflating Mm-hmm. I want to be self-affirming, but 
I don't want to be self-grandizing. If that makes sense. That makes sense. I want to be I want to be self-affirming but still have clarity on like things. Yeah. Yeah, or just being so like grounded in oneself that you can kind of just be still amongst the like changing nature of everything amongst like all the different ideas out there amongst all the like backlash and people challenging your opinion like you can just be still in your own self and your own thoughts and beliefs because you're confident in them Mm. yeah confident and like open too i think it's there's both sides yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, I might go take a shower soon. Let me see what time it is. 10-12. Oh, yeah, it is 10-12. You should clean yourself. Yeah, and you should also clean this kitchen that I wreaked havoc on. <laughs> are you a clean as you go type of person or are you clean after clean as i go but i just need to wipe down the counters mm, i should wipe my counters too yeah okay you should go shower thank you um we'll call next week maybe well no you have your dance stuff yeah i'll do next week next or week. the week after Next, next, next week. I'll be in San Diego. So next week. Oh, yeah. Wait, what did you end up deciding again? I'm just going to do San Diego. Okay. And I told Karen. She was like, you go, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You go, girl. (laughs) Uh. Yeah, really excited. I'm excited for this dance thing to be over. I need to reflect over the summer, like, about dance. Yeah, as a concept. As a concept. Yeah, how far I want to take it. Is it just a hobby? Am I okay with being not the best at it? Do I want to be better? Do I want to train? Do I want to be a part of a team? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, those are good questions. Yeah. A topic for next time. Anyways, goodbye. Goodbye. I feel like every time you're like, I should take a shower soon. And that actually actually means I need to take a shower now. And then we we say goodbye for like two minutes. So Wait, one thing, one experiment that we can try, which I feel like we do this most of the time, but like if we really wanted to just practice being blunt and like to the point and honest, like I feel like that's something we could try with each other. What? Being honest or saying goodbye quickly? <laughs> just like being more blunt in general. As in, you tell me, I want to go take a shower right now. Yeah, instead of being like, I should probably go take a shower soon. <laughs> just being like, you and I want to take a shower in two minutes. <laughs> yeah. And well, I would be like, fine, yes. <laughs> I feel like that's something we could like pilot in this, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're piloting. We're piloting. We're piloting. Also, I, I'm i sure I've said this before in the past, but just to say it on the record, if I'm ever annoying, critical, 
give you unsolicited feedback or advice that you don't want, rude, anything negative, please call me out. Okay. <laughs> just like say it to my face. Just be like, on, listen, saying this to you from breasty to breasty, like what you just said, didn't love that. And I'll be like, listen, breasty to breasty, thank you for telling me that. <laughs> I feel like okay. that that's that's not even a pilot. Like that's we're in season one for that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, okay. But we should probably set some boundaries here because, like, okay, on the level of, these are make-believe, by the way, on the mm-hmm. level of, like, like, you <sighs> tuck your shirt in weird. Mm-hmm. Like, is that, hel- that's not really helpful, is it? Or, like, things that are, they, like, you say this one thing, like, I, you want to hear things that are, like, you say this one type of thing, which could be construed in a negative way in a social situation, and I'm going to tell you about it so that you don't, like, say that type of thing and, like, embarrass yourself in other situations. That's something that you would want to hear. Or, like, maybe less. <laughs> that was really specific and good. I understood that. But more of, like, a, if I make you feel a certain way that is negative, like, don't hesitate to call me out for that. Okay. Like, if I'm, like, like, let's say I call you and then I talk for two hours straight about, like, my problems. Like, you have the right to call me out and be, like, that's too much. Like, you're not considering my space right now. <gasps> okay. Yeah. Ditto. Same way. Same goes for you. Yeah, like that kind of that kind of level. Cuz I feel like yeah. that's where like then there's no opportunity for like second guessing whether what you know, like kind of like where we st- not that this is a thing, like not that I second guess where we stand, but this like eliminates that completely. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just thinking about it cuz of the uh, earlier this conversation when you're talking about Becca, I was like, we should just be in a place where like, we can just call each other out. Mm. Well, you, you just said we should be in a place where we could call each other out. Yeah. I think we, I think we are in that place, but just to like say it explicitly. Yeah. I also don't really have think we have to force it. Like I think should is kind of a, a high pressure word. It can mm. be a high pressure mm-hmm. word. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. I'll. This is so formal, but like, I know. Da, I, I appreciate <laughs> that you are open to like just <laughs> just for the record. Like, I think we're already there. I think this is just me yeah. like saying it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And also, and I, if I do, first of all, you rarely annoy me. But if anything does Same. come up, I will say it in a in a way that's like how I feel. Not necessarily. I will try to do that. Not necessarily like you should stop doing X, Y, and Z. But more like when you do X, Y, and Z, it makes me feel X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess. Okay. Okay. One thing. This doesn't annoy me, but I do feel sometimes that we drag on our goodbyes because you you don't want to and I don't and I, I also follow suit that 
you don't want to make me feel like you want to make me feel appreciated and like mm. eased, eased out of the situation. <laughs> and, yeah. and I also do the same thing, but I, I think it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to be eased out. <laughs> yeah, I need to work on this. I'm like, I should probably shower, like, maybe in a little bit. And then, like, 15 minutes later, we're like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, yeah. we need to shorten that time. Yeah, I think, like, yeah. I think we just need to, I, I just need to be like, w- like, it's okay if we end it right now. Like, we can, yeah. we can end this. We can end this. And it's also okay for our last words to just be, okay, goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't need to be, like, this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if we say, okay, bye, to each other, that's positive. Like, we that's have left positive. it on a positive note. Yeah. Yeah. That's not to say that you have to be abrupt every time. Mm-hmm. And I, or not to say we have to be abrupt every time, but just saying that being abrupt is okay. Being abrupt is okay, Yeah. We're establishing that right now. I mean, we did establish it. I'm just, I need to incorporate it more. You don't need to. You don't need to do anything. But I want to practice. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It is hard. It is hard. It's hard to say goodbye on any call. Yeah. You just got to be abrupt. Yeah. Maybe you know why I think we I drag it on. It's because I actually just don't want to end the call, but like I should end the call (laughs) because I'm thinking with other conversations with friends. Sometimes I do the fluffy goodbye where I'm like, "Bye, like love you, girl," and then I end the call. (laughs) But then sometimes I'm like, "Okay, bye, like talk soon," and then end it. But I feel like with this, it's like for some reason I say bye, but then I'm like, "But but I could honestly just sit here and keep talking." So then I'm let me just do that. Me too. Yeah, it's like we're saying goodbye because we have other shit to do, not because we want to... Yeah, like it feels really easy to just like keep going because I want to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have kept going for... (laughs) (laughs) We've gone for another like 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're ending this. We'll call soon. You can also call me like during the week, whenever. Yeah. You're free. Sounds good. Okay. Love you, Brown. Yay. If you have any names... For this, let me know. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, did you come up with a name for the last one? Yeah. Mm-mm. I forgot we talked about it in the last one, too. Oh, me too. I'll listen to some snippets and then just pull some words. Pull something, yeah. Pull something. Okay. Okay, we're ending okay. it. Bye, Bestie. Yes, love you. Go shower. Love you. Bye. Bye.